Hi everyone, this is Dawn with Watchwoman on the Wall. I'm sorry I look a little rough today. Um, I thought I would jump on here and uh, share something with you that the Lord had put on my heart, an experience I had today as well. Um, I'm going to turn this camera around real quick and you can see what I'm looking at. So I'm going to zoom in real quick. See this haze all across here? Now it's not foggy here and it's not even humid. It's very, very dark. And I believe this has to do with the smoke in Canada, the wildfires. And it's kind of making its way down here. It's pretty heavy today. I don't smell smoke, but I feel like, <laughs> well, I went to take a walk and I feel like this was kind of a manifestation of a physical one of what's really going on in the spirit realm. I was taking a walk and I just, I had just stepped out here, in fact. I hadn't even gone that far. And I felt such an oppressiveness. I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you, but I felt such an oppressiveness come over me. And um, I don't know, it felt like very heavy spiritual darkness. Um, and I began to feel um, a moment of this surge of fear come out of nowhere. And it's broad daylight, and my neighborhood's so quiet. I don't think there was any other reason to fear, except that there was something going on um, that was demonic. Can't think of another word for it. And I got this feeling of fore foreboding. And I've seen, like, smoky skies before. Um, but this is like, we've gone, I don't know, two or three days of darkness, but now today it's like really thick but this was different this was despite like my surroundings really it was just a surge of like a panicky feeling and a foreboding and I don't I immediately began to what I did was I began to um began to dwell on who God is you know and I began to, first I sang and uh then I began to dwell on who God is you know omnipresent all-powerful and I began to just rattle off a list of his names, Emmanuel, Adonai, you know, El Shaddai, the Rose of Sharon, you know, our Comforter, and so forth. Because sometimes I think it's really important to remind ourselves and the enemy who our God is. And uh, if something's going to go down soon, which it feels, doesn't it feel like something's about to go down? And we, we don't operate on just feelings, but we have the Holy Spirit indwelling us as Christians, as his children, and when we do, it's almost like we have a, um, like a pressure gauge or something built in, kind of hardwired into us, and we can sense when something's off or when something's um, imminent. And I do feel that our country is not in a good spot right now, and today um, was kind of telling when Russia flew their last, they flew a, um, plane out from Russia and to DC and it looks like they're getting their ambassadors home which is or their delegates home which is not a good sign because that's usually that's indicative there's strife or that a war is imminent and attack could happen or whatever but they don't want their people on our soil and so um, I also want to mark that Lisa Boyce uh, from Watchwoman 65 had done a video about that today and she mentioned 
the number um, well she mentioned that, that Russia had they'd sent their plane off and it had left it taken off from their airport early this morning Moscow time at 6 16 a.m. and I just felt the Lord saying you need to look that number up and um, I looked the number up and it and it means in Strong's Greek to give birth and I was like whoa loud and clear Lord I got your message loud and clear so um, yeah I think that our time is really drawing to a close and um, I do want to just also tell you about something a dream I had just more of a quick quick dream I had last Saturday so today's Tuesday June 27th May 1st 20th 19th so it would have been the 19th these mosquitoes are getting bad they're starting to bite they're getting desperate enough to bite me on a he just tried to bite my thumbnail sorry bud so anyway, um, yeah, I had this dream where I saw, and I wish I had written it down for you to look at it, but I saw the words, um, uh, free fall, free fall. And then I saw the words appear under that and the words appear under that, like in a column underneath that, like over and over, but down, like it was falling, like the words free fall, the word free fall was falling, just free fall, free fall, free fall, you know top to bottom several times and when I woke up um I know I know things are gonna go when they go when they happen it's gonna be like a domino effect it's gonna be very fast um but I specifically um felt the Holy Spirit separate having me separate the two words free and fall and I've heard people say that when the bombs go down we go up and I just couldn't like wrap my head around that because of how in Matthew Jesus says, you know, people will be eating and drinking and all of these things. And then sudden, you know, I'll be there I'll, like a thief in the night. I'll, you know, that's when I will come. Well, sorry if this is shaking. I need to um, zoom back out so it's not so shaky. So anyway, um, so I always had a hard time thinking that, okay, well, I think it's going to be relatively normal. But when he comes... And I, I do believe that still. I believe that um, up till like the day that Lot was taken out um, and, and Noah was put in the ark, um, things were, it was an evil world, but people were still, you know, eating, drinking, working, selling, buying, all those things. But what the Lord was, the Holy Spirit, I believe, was trying to show me was that our freedom is attached to the fall, this falling that's going to take place, whether it's a system that falls, whether it's a financial system, whether it's a uh, political system, whether it is bombs, whatever it is, um, our freedom begins when, the, when it falls. And so when I was seeing this free fall and it was falling down, um, I now have left my mind open to the possibility that like literally things will be falling, but we will be taken right before they do. Uh, whether that's bombs or whether that's a system, whatever it might be. And, um, you know, I don't even know if we'll be here for like the digital dollar and all of that. I don't know. But I believe that that's what I was seeing was that we do indeed go up when these things happen or right before they happen. So others have said the same thing. So this isn't like a new revelation or anything, but it was more of a confirming to me that um, the Lord speaking to us all. And so it was encouraging to me in some ways because 
He's going to protect us. We have no reason to fear. Uh, fear is of the enemy. Confusion is of the enemy. So if you're watching things that confuse you and cause you to fear, pull back from them and get in your word and start praying and spending time with the Father. And so that's what I did on my walk. And like I said, the more I focused on him, the more I had trouble focusing on the enemy or the fear of the enemy. I think it just dissipated. What's really interesting is also as I was doing that, the sky was beginning to clear a little bit. I'm going to pan up and look, when I took this walk, I couldn't even see like, I couldn't even see the definition of clouds. It was so thick. And now I can see the definition. While I was on my walk, I saw a little blue in the sky after I started to uh, praise his name. And I just want to give him the glory. And uh, I, like I said, I think this is like a physical manifestation of something that's going on in, in um, the spirit realm. And you can just say, oh, it's Canadian smoke blowing in. Um, but there's an oppressiveness to it. And, um, you know, be praising the Lord right now in the midst of this. Try to do that because that's what cut through kind of the atmosphere that I was walking through. And uh, I want to leave you with that. Also, um, I want to direct... I'm going to turn the camera back around even though I don't look so... But this isn't about me, is it? This is about the Father. This is about Jesus coming back. This is about um, getting people to Jesus and Jesus to people. And I I have friends who are um, on the fence. And this is for you, those of you who might be on the fence and hearing this. Listen, there's not a lot of time. In fact, Jesus could come today. He could come any moment. And, you know, I, I want you to understand that there's freedom in Jesus. Okay? When you believe on Jesus to save you, Jesus was God come down to earth, made flesh, lived among us for 30, 33 years. You know, he performed miracles. He was perfect. And he was a perfect sacrifice for us. He actually voluntarily, willingly went to the cross. That we, that he would sacrifice himself. That he would allow himself to be sacrificed for our sins. His blood atones for our sins, past, present, and future. Listen, you absolutely have nothing to lose by asking him to show himself to you. And by receiving him. All you need to do is receive this gift of salvation by saying, I believe you died on the cross for me. And I believe that three days later, you resurrected from the dead. And because you did, you paid the way, you paid the way for me to do this, to be with you in heaven. And not only that, to live a life for you. And I think sometimes when we're on the fence, we think that, um, I don't know, we want to try out other things. We want to live our own lives the way we want to live them. And I'm telling you, to live for Jesus is gain. To live for Jesus, not only will he, when you believe on him, the Holy Spirit comes into you and dwells you, but also begins to do work inside of you, to change you. And others might, you might say, well, maybe I don't want to be changed. I had a friend tell me that. They said, well, what if I like my life the way it is? And I said to her, well, then you will get the life that uh, you wanted in eternity. You won't, he's not forcing you to be with him for eternity. There's another place, and it was never meant to be for you. He wants you to be with him for eternity. But when you choose to reject his gift of salvation, you're going to end up somewhere else that was meant for Satan and his angels, and that's hell. And I said, you 
you know, you choose a life without him now, and I'm telling all of you who are on the fence, if you choose a life without him now, you're going to get a life without him later, in eternity, for eternity. Think about that. You, we can't wrap our minds around eternity, okay? Try as we might, we can't. Um, just think about 10 years without somebody. 10 years without somebody who loves you, anybody who loves you. And this is a person who, a God who put his life on the line for you and died for you in the form of, in flesh, in human flesh. So he felt the pain, okay? Even though he was God, he felt the pain of rejection, of humiliation, of being beaten, of the sin that we all put, you know, on him, that he took care of. He felt all of it. He even died and then was resurrected. So when you think about just a few years of being without anybody who loves you, but especially him, the one you were designed to um, serve, to, to, um, to worship and to glorify, but also to be loved by. I think people forget that. But just imagine even 10 years without even being near somebody who loves you, anybody, in a dark place, being tortured. I mean, it's horrible, but that is, that's the choice of rejecting a free gift. God doesn't send you to hell. Your decision to reject his gift sends you to hell. That's not a popular message, but it's, it needs to be said. So if you're waiting till you think you hear the trumpets and then you'll make a decision, it's going to be too late. You can make a decision after those trumpets blow you know, the trumpet blows and he calls us up and we're raptured without you, you can make a decision, but you're going to endure seven years unnecessarily of God's wrath. And I don't wish that for you. I don't wish that for my friends. I don't wish that for my neighbors. I don't wish that for the man down the street. I don't miss that. I don't wish that for my worst enemy. So please call on the name of Jesus and 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 just say I believe I believe on what you did to pay for my sins this blood that you shed I believe you did that for me I receive it I believe you were resurrected from the dead I believe you're in heaven with the father and that you're coming back to to call us up to yourself you said you went to prepare a place for us but then you're going to come back and receive us to yourself that where you are we will be also and you know, the Lord says where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. You know, he whom the sun sets free is free indeed. I implore you to, to look for that, to ask yourself, do I want that kind of freedom? You have absolutely nothing to lose by walking away from your old life. I love you and I just want you to think about that and to call on Jesus as soon as you can. Because time is so short. I love you all, and I'll talk to you later. Maranatha.